Welcome to Medified, a podcast about web dev and tech news that piqued my interest. I'm your host, Richard, and I'm looking forward to this episode. The Chrome team is bringing back the options to pre-render the pages that a user is likely to navigate to. Some of you might have a little deja vu because a similar option has been implemented into Chrome some time ago with the pre-render option for the link tag. This one is a bit different though. The thing is that in the past, the pre-render in Chrome didn't have a very expressive API and wasn't widely adopted. This fresh re-implementation of the pre-render will come in three flavors. First one is that when the user types in an URL in the address bar, the Chrome engine might decide to pre-render the page based on its internal confidence matrix. The second option is when the user types text into the address bar and the search engine instructs Chrome to pre-render the search results. And finally, the third option is to programmatically use the speculation route API. Okay, now let's talk about how the pre-rendering works exactly. It's actually pretty straightforward. When Chrome pre-renders, a new background tab will be created for the site to load. Then the page is activated by bringing the state of the background tab to the foreground, aka to the user. In case the page has been activated, but hasn't been pre-rendered entirely, the current state of the loading is displayed and you have a good head start. It's sort of like a free goodie. Well, almost free. Don't overuse it. The last thing you want is to have thousands of background tabs pre-rendering possible future user options. This feature will start rolling out in Chrome release 108, and if you are eager to read more, there is a link in the description of the episode. The BAM team is excited to announce their latest update, version 0.3.0. This update brings significant improvements to BAM, making it faster, more stable and easier to use. So let's take a look at some of the highlights of this update. BAM now uses 3 to 5 times less memory under load, so you can run your programs without worrying about them crashing from memory overload. BUN now has better formatting for console.log, which is crucial for debugging your code. BUN has three times faster text encoding, so you can encode and decode text in your programs quickly and efficiently. BUN now also works in more Linux environments, including Amazon Linux 2, and also builds for Vercel and Cloudflare pages. We also get increased test coverage for various APIs, ensuring that BUN is thoroughly tested and reliable. In addition, BUN has added several new and improved APIs, including a file system router, thread-safe callbacks from native code into JavaScript, so we can write programs that seamlessly combine native code and JavaScript, we get 10 new matches for the BUN test command, a done callback for async tests, allowing you to write asynchronous tests that run smoothly and efficiently, and there is also a new content range header for streaming files. But that's not all. BUN now also automatically installs packages from npm on import. This means that you can use npm packages without needing to manually install them, saving you the time and the hassle. Overall, this new version brings a host of improvements to BUN, making it a top choice for JavaScript developers. As they say, BUN is the new black. Well, at least among JavaScript enthusiasts. So, if you are a JavaScript developer, give BUN a try and see the difference it can make in your projects. 
you'll be glad you did. NPM has announced two new features to improve the NPM package ecosystem experience, so let's talk some deeds. Granular access tokens allow publishers to create tokens with limited access. Prior to this feature, NPM organization owners were limited in their ability to automate the management of their organization, team and members. But with granular access tokens, owners can now create tokens that can only publish to a limited set of packages and scopes and automate organization management. The tokens also allow NPM API to be limited based on allowed IP ranges and come with an expiration period of up to one year. The second feature is the NPM Code Explorer. It allows developers to view the contents of a package directly from the NPM portal before downloading it. This enables developers to scrutinize the package before using it. Previously, the Code Explorer was a paid feature, but it is now updated and available for free. And in other news, NPM announces that 2FA adoption has reached 82%, which is a significant increase from last year. Enabling 2FA for all NPM users on their accounts is definitely encouraged to help protect against unauthorized access. If you don't have it on, take this as a reminder and enable it. Please, do it for me and for your own sake. To all the NPM package maintainers out there, remember that prevention is the key. Don't be like the programmer who forgot to lock the door before leaving the office and ended up having their code stolen. The results of the latest state of CSS survey are in. This year has been a big one for CSS and, in conclusion, based on the answers and some insight, 2022 has been a year that has been marked by browser vendors working together towards the same goals. The Interop 2022 benchmark helped features like parent selectors and container queries see the light of the day, and it seems that writing CSS is changing all across the board. One of the main features people seem to be missing in CSS is the support of nesting and color manipulation, and the design lead of this year's survey made a prediction that this is something that CSS will be tackling in the near future. And for all of you data freaks out there, this year's result page, which will be linked in the description below, contains a very nice dynamic data explorer that you can use to browse the gathered data from all of the questions displayed in a nice grid. Plus, there is also a GraphQL API in case you want to get the fresh data and display it somewhere. Data is beautiful. Thanks for tuning in to Minified. If you like what I do, Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and share it with your friends and colleagues. Catch you later.